0: God's Son, Jesus, died on the cross for our sins, but he didn't stay dead. On the third day, on Sunday morning, he was resurrected. He rose from the dead, his body being transformed so that he was still who he was before. You could see him and hear him and touch him. He still even had the marks from the crucifixion on his body, but he had been completely changed, changed into one who shared that glory of his Father, changed into one that would be incorruptible, imperishable, eternal. Jesus then spent the next 40 days appearing to his disciples and spending specific time with his apostles speaking to them about the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom where God reigns supreme, God having now made Jesus the Christ, the one he anointed to be Lord of all. And then in Acts chapter 1, and verse 6, we see that it was time for Jesus to return back to God's throne in heaven. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons that the father is fixed by his own authority, but you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up. Like ours, but perfected, completed, transformed to be eternal, ascended. He rose up into the sky until the clouds had them so he could no longer be seen, and ultimately went to be in God's presence. Right now, in heaven, in God's presence, is one like the Son of Man, like a human being, someone who is there in heaven right now. And that sight of their friend, their teacher, their Lord Jesus, ascending into heaven, mesmerized his followers as they left just gazing into heaven, watching where he went, until those two men in white, who we would understand to be angels, told them, don't just stand there gawking, because Jesus is going to come back. But between then, when Jesus ascended, and that day that they foresaw, when Jesus will be coming in the clouds, the day that we as his followers now await. Just what exactly is Jesus doing up there as we gaze into heaven? Well, Jesus would later be spotted in that very place by the disciple who would become the first martyr for him, Stephen. In Acts chapter 7, and verses 55 through 56, as Stephen is about to be stoned for his faith that Jesus is God's Son, the Christ. We read, but he, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. When Jesus ascended into heaven, he ascended there to reign. He has taken that kingdom. As he had told those apostles during one of those appearances after his resurrection, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So when Jesus returned to heaven, he was returning to be at God's throne where he reigns over everything. The apostle Paul who had actually been present the day that Stephen gave his life for Christ as part of the mob that was clamoring for Stephen's death. When he would later see the risen Jesus, he would eventually go on to become one of Jesus' greatest witnesses. And in the New Testament letter to the Ephesians in chapter 1, verses 20 through 23, he described what Jesus is doing in this way the fullness of him who fills all in all. What is Jesus doing in heaven? He's reigning over everything, over everything in those heavenly places where God is, over everything presently here on the earth. And as members of the church, followers of Jesus, parts of his body, we are the people that are actively living under that reign right now. Because the power brokers in this world, the people who are comfortable with the world as it is and use it to their own advantage, they don't acknowledge the reign of Jesus. But as members of the church, as parts of his body, we do. We recognize him as the head overall. We believe that because he rose from the dead, he's the one God anointed to be king. And while he is in heaven now, he is reigning. And we want to submit to that reign. We want to submit to that rain in our thoughts, in our actions, in our words, in our feelings. We want to submit to that reign in our lives as families, as workers or employers, as neighbors and members of the community, and certainly as members of the church, because we believe when we gaze into heaven, Jesus is there reigning. But Jesus is not only reigning as he's there in heaven, in this period between his ascension and that day where he comes back. He's also serving as our priest, making intercession on our behalf, because even as people who claim him as Lord and want him to reign, we still sin. We still fall short. That's why the New Testament letter of 1 John in chapter 2 and verse 1 gives us the reassurance, my little children. I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And then over in the New Testament letter of Hebrews, in chapter 9, verses 23 through 24, the Hebrews writer says, Thus it was necessary for the copies of the heavenly things to be purified with these rites, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ has entered, not into holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true things, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf. Just like under the law of Moses, there would be a high priest who would pass into the Holy of Holies in first the tabernacle and later the temple there in Jerusalem to offer sacrifice on behalf of the people for their sins. Jesus, in that sacrifice he gave, has now taken on that role as our high priest. He is there not only reigning over all of creation, but interceding for us, advocating for us, offering the atonement that's needed, that those things that we do that would separate us from God might be covered. And we can continue to be pure and holy in God's sight, even though we've fallen short. We can receive forgiveness and live in God's presence. Because that's what being a Christian is all about. As we live with the assurance that Jesus reigns in heaven, as we live with the assurance that he is our advocate, that through him our sins are forgiven, we get to experience God's presence now while we wait for Jesus to come from heaven to at last bring a total end to sin and to death so that God can fill all in all, so that we can all be in his presence forever.